What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Lem Me No. I'm your host, Angel Lem. Today, I'm sitting with Juan Martinez. He's the creator and owner of Tu Abuelita Clothing Company. He's also the creator of Mercado Downey. He's also the host of the Dark Secret Podcast, where, you know, he talks about dark people's dark secrets. He brings people on and encourages them to, you know, come and tell their secrets. So, yeah, I mean, I had a blast doing this podcast, getting to know him a little bit better. Um, yeah, I mean, he's bu- he's a busy guy doing a lot of great things, and you know, I'm 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 very happy to have him on the show. He actually had me on. I didn't even mention it, but he's also, you know, he's the host or he's the runner of um, a YouTube series called El Banco, where we talk about grandmas, and I, you know, I was privilege to be there and to be featured and i was talking about my grandma and you know her life and the little things that i found out after i grew up you know um i was very close to my grandma and she was very important in my life and you know i was very happy to talk about her she she actually stole her sister's identity in order to come to this country you know that was when uh, before 9 11 before all that stuff when immigration wasn't as strict as they are now but you know she passed away so what are they gonna do to her so i really have no nothing you know like i'm not afraid to say anything about her because i mean they can't take her immigration status she's already here and passed away right so um you know and you know they do need people you know they're always they're always happy to to feature people on their youtube series so if you have an interesting story or you would like to talk about your grandma i suggest you go hit them up you can go look them up at tu abuelita. Oh no, tu underscore abuelita one. That's where you could find his um his Instagram, and that's where you could contact him in order to be featured on the show. And like I said, he's also part of the Mercado Downey. You know, so you know, I know with the pandemic, we're not really doing none of that. We're not you know attending events, but you know, once they do come back, because they will come back. You know, I'm sure you're going to want to support small businesses. So I suggest you go check out Mercado Downey, you know, and Adam, so you can know when, you know, they're going to be up and running again. And yeah, I mean, now to talk about myself. Yeah. So I've been, you know, I'm very happy with, with our response that I've been getting through my last episode. Thank you guys for your support. You know, I did a all Spanish episode and you guys seem to like it for the most part. And I had Cynthia on the show the, um, the last week, I believe. So you know, I, I, I have had a, a bunch of fun and, you know, I've, I've been sick and to come back to this great response, I, I can only 
thank you so much and yeah i mean thank you for all the support you know and if you're new to the show i mean welcome thank you for being here um but if you if you are new make sure you subscribe to the podcast make sure you go to itunes and leave a five-star review and if you like to support the show financially you could always get some merch at teespring.com slash let me know pod there we have shirts we have t-shirts um we have sweaters long sleeves um tank tops um beanies no not beanies but um we have what else masks we have a bunch of stuff so go check it out see something you like purchase it and you know if you use the promo code let me know you'll you'll save on 20 percent and you know also you know i haven't brought this person up but i also have a sponsor for the show I have quality over quantity farms in Connecticut. Now I was able to link up with Brian and, you know, he offered me my first ever sponsorship where if you would like to participate, he does sell CBD and THC products like babes, gummies, um, you know, things that will help you at night. You know, I'm, I'm going to have him on the show pretty soon. So you'll, you'll be able to talk more about his work and his products. So all this is from farm to table. So he's, Basically, the person that goes into the shop and, you know, tries to distribute his, you know, his product. But he does go straight to the farm and he picks out um, the product himself and he distributes it himself. So, you know, he's doing it from the ground up. You know, he's creating a business for himself and, you know, make sure you go support him. And if you do are, are interested, make sure you go use the promo code. Let me know pod to save. Oh, no, actually, let me know to save 25% with every purchase. A little bit of that will go back to the podcast. You can find his Instagram is Q over Q Farms. That's where you can see his product, his work, and all the good stuff. All right, guys, that's it. Um, hope you guys enjoyed this episode and. Descomunal, siento 
tu fragilidad Deja de engañar, no quieras ocultar Que has pasado sin tropezar What's up everybody welcome back today i'm sitting with juan martinez he's the owner creator of tu abuelita colony brand and he also has a youtube channel it's called el banco where he interviews people to talk about their grandmas he recently had me on so make sure you go check out that episode i talk about my grandma and how she stole her sister's identity in order to come to the to the country to the u.s so yeah man thank you thank you for being here man i really appreciate it before we start i usually like to ask my guests how their day is so how's your day man uh good i just want to say thank you for uh coming out you know and doing the video with us and sharing your story with us yeah man no problem um i really enjoyed the the interview had a lot of fun thinking about my grandma and I, th I thought it was a pretty good episode. So like I said, if you guys haven't checked it out, make sure you go to his YouTube channel to see what, what, you know, what it's all about. And, you know, so you guys get to, get to know me a little bit, right? Yeah. So, man, how are you? Good, good. Just here waiting to, you know, talk to you and be in your podcast. Well, man, thank you. I know it's, it's been a long time coming. I know, um, I've seen your stuff for a while, but, um, let us know about yourself and, Talk, talk to us about uh, Tu Abuelita brand, your, your clothing brand. Well, like to me, like this brand, it's a little bit more personal, like a personal brand. Because like I grew up with my grandma, like, you know, growing up, she was like basically like my mom. And, uh, you know, she, she had like a little clothing store that we basically lived inside the clothing store. That's where we ate, you know, did everything. So like I wanted to do something. Cause my grandma's already getting old so it's kind of like 
I'm gonna get old. I want people to remember me. So that's why I did that brand because kind of don't want people to forget about, you know, like family or friends or whatever, you know? Yeah, man, that's awesome. I don't think we, we spend a lot of time with our, like the older generation or, yeah, we don't give back as much as, you know, we should, you know, that's my opinion. So like you having your own clothing brand and doing this, like, um, is, is she still alive? Um, your grandma and does she know that you have this brand? Yeah, she's still alive. Yeah. Yeah. She knows she, she, uh, she liked, she likes it. So when she had her store, like there was a lot of struggles, you know, like her not making any money, but she, you know, she kept on, she kept on, uh, hustling, you know? And that's, I think that's something I learned from her regardless if you're down or whatever, you just got to keep on hustling. And how long have you had your brand? Uh, I think it started like four years ago. My, my first, uh, first event was at the Women's in Arwalk. Yeah, man, that's a trip. Cause that was also my first event. I did a pop-up for Cinco de Mayo. I think that's there. No, no. Yeah. But yeah, man, that, that's a tight. We kind of start at the same time. Yeah. I remember, um, I don't know if I might've seen you. But that's what's up. That's the time we start at the same time with a small world. Like, did, did you know that you always wanted to have your own clothing brand or that, that like, the specific topic was something you want to talk about? Or, like, did you, like, did you have some other hobbies? Like, um, well, tell us about yourself. Uh, yeah. Married with uh, three kids. Uh, live still here around the neighborhood. <laughs> um... But uh, yeah, I like I like doing photography also. I don't know, I just like working and making money. For, not for me, but for my family, you know. Well, one thing that that I do like doing is collecting records. That's what's up. What what kind of genres or artists do you collect the most? Mostly like alternative '80s, like Morrissey, The Cure, Depeche Mode, stuff like that. But but I I collect a little bit of everything though. And I I've always wanted to collect records myself, but. The truth, I don't have the patience to be looking out there and I don't know. Um, I guess technology has made it so easy where I don't need to be doing that. But somebody's album that I, I really, really want is um, one of Daft Punk's albums. But unfortunately, they just recently broke up. So I know it's going to be super expensive to, to get one of their albums. I actually wanted to see them. Uh, they played in Coachella, but I missed it. Yeah, man, me too. Um. Uh, I think that the year that that um, Outkast performed, that's the year they came out with their last album, and I was I, that. To be honest, that was the only reason why I went to, and but I actually did go, and because they had just came out the album and they're hyping them up, and they told me, oh, they're gonna be at Coachella this year, and you know how sometimes they take like surprise artists, so I thought they were gonna go, but nah, it wasn't us another band. So eh. did you go to the one that they had the the hologram of? Chalino or what? No, I didn't. I didn't even know that there was a hologram of Chalino. I went. The the one of Tupac was the year before I went. Oh, I thought it was. Didn't they make one of Chalino though? I'm not sure. I know it was Tupac, and I think that's the year that Snoop Dogg performed, and he's the one that brought him out. It was Snoop Dogg and somebody else, another rapper, but I think it was two holograms. But yeah, I don't know about Chalino. That'd be what's. I mean, that'd be cool, Chalino. The one of La Papa, like if they perform, Sebastian, you know, that, that'd be a cool show. But, you know, maybe they end up doing one with just holograms. Yeah, I remember back, they started with, 
the early 2000s, right? Or the 90s? Daft Punk? Uh, I think they started in 93. Yeah, but I found out about them, I think, like in 2000 and something. Um, I found out through DJ Hero. You know, it was like Guitar Hero or... Yeah, I mean, gar, gar, get, with the, the band one. But yeah, that's how I found out about them. Like, there was they were like an unlockable thing and... As soon as I saw him and heard him, I, I was just in love with them. I mean, so like, who's like, whose album has been like the hardest for you to get, or which album means the most to you? Do, like, do you have any rare albums? Like, yeah, let, let, let us know. Uh, the one that, the Counting Crows, the one that has like the fishbowl, because it has that, it has the song Colorblind, so that's kind of like the song that me and my wife, when we met, that, that one's the, the most expensive one. Yeah, I could only imagine, like, if that's one of your favorite songs, and on top of that, like, meaning so much to you, like, that sentimental value, I'm sure it adds a lot of value to you, and I know, like, once, if you decide to sell it, I know you're going to be, like, having second thoughts, and you're going to price it pretty high. But, yeah, going back to the clothing brand, like, what made you want to start it to begin with? Well... I don't know. It just it just came to my head one day. Like it just I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna do it, you know. And then I uh, I told some people that I was gonna do it, and they told me like, oh, that's a stupid idea. It's not gonna work. Blah blah blah. So it kind of just pushed me more to make the brand. So that's that's the reason why I just kept on going. But the, but the thing is that like for a while like. I thought to myself, like, like I even thought, like, I can't make it, you know, like, it's going to be too hard. And so I kind of, like, I let them kind of put me down. So I, I kind of made too many excuses for a while because I wanted to do it a long time ago. But then, like, at this time, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. At that time, my wife got laid off and, like, you know, like, at work, I wasn't making that much money and stuff like that. So that, I think that's something that kind of pushed me. Like a lot of brands, when I started, that's when they started. So it kind of just like, it seemed like everybody just started at the same time. Yeah, man, I have a theory about that, that once Donald Trump was elected, like a bunch of Latinos, Latinx, people of color, they started rising up and exercising their voice, you know, actually make making their voice matter. But... Um, I'm sure it gets hard, you know, I mean, doing this podcast gets hard for me when it comes to my self-esteem and anxiety, but uh, tell me, like, what keeps you going? Well, for me, like, I didn't really think about, like, all that. Like, I don't know, it's just, like, for me, I just thought, like, my brand would be, like, universal, you know, like, grandmas, any, you know, any uh, religion, any color, anything, you know, like... So I really didn't really think about that. I just mevente, you know. Like, but like, but like me before, like I never even knew about like art walks. I never knew like about any stuff like that. Like I was a person that would just go to the mall, you know. So now, like seeing like the hustle of everybody and stuff like that, like I prefer supporting somebody out there than going to the mall or something like that. Now. But I never seen like how how it was before, you know, because I wasn't raised like that. I was just raised as, you know, going to the mall, like just being like the normal kid, you know? Yeah, man, I, I agree with you. Um, I was the same way. I grew up 
going to the mall or not even like Fayas Paredes and stores like stores like that. But I never really came across one like in the mall. Like, have you ever thought of opening one at the mall? Mm, no, not yet. No, but um, I do have like other plans in mind that I want to do. So, but it's something bigger than that. Yeah, and I also, I mean, you told me that you're you're one of the creators of Mercado Downey. Did you create it because, I mean, you wanted to compete with other people? Or was it just you trying to make a space for yourself so you could sell your brand? Um, how, how did you come to create uh, Mercado Downey? I think it just happened, like, because there, there was a lot of places where I would go and, like, they wouldn't accept me. I don't know if it was because of my brand or what. And then uh, I had a friend that had like a, a little store. So I told him, I was like, hey, could I could I do something small here? And he was like, yeah, just do it. So we started doing it like that. And it just, it kind of just kind of grew and grew and grew. And like, how is it going? Like, what, how do you feel about, you know, running a whole, whole mercado, you know, a whole thing? I'm sure it's stressful, but I'm sure it has a reward as well. It's good. Um, it has this reward of seeing, you know, people making money and stuff like that. I just wanted to open a space for people to, you know, show their brand and, you know, kind of like me when I started, uh, I wanted people to see my brand. So I, you know, I try to make an opportunity for other people that started with their brands. We tried to give everybody the, the opportunity, even if you're small or big, you know, um, I know that it was it was hard for some people to get in and uh but eventually they were gonna get in because there were so, so many people applying that it was hard just to get everybody in because they we didn't really have that much space to bring everybody in so we had good intentions you know of, of it it's not it's not that we were like oh we don't want to bring this person because of this because of that you know yeah, I get you. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of competition, you know, especially like small, small businesses or small companies or like small brands where they're trying to get in and where they fit in. And, you know, for the most part, Latinos, we I mean, if you see them, they all have the same stuff for the Calo, the hard Loteria, you know, so I'm sure you don't want all those people in one place because, you know, they're not pretty much you you're on some variety so i'm sure you i mean like you said he probably you, i'm sure you're doing it with the with the open heart and with good intentions but i mean let's go back to your brand like why how why did you name it tu abuelita um i'm curious it's kind of like a saying tu abuelita en bicicleta. like a lot of people say it like in mexico they you know they say it here and stuff like that oh, all right yeah it makes sense now because your design has a, a grandma on a bicycle so uh, they are, now that makes sense. Like I have another one that's like a grandma on a skateboard. So I, I kind of want people to like uh, see like your grandma, not as the old pe person, but as a front, front person, you know? Yeah, I get you. You want them to be, to be active, you know, to actually be doing something unusual or something that you don't really see a lot of like older people do because, you know, you're afraid that they might break a hip or something. I don't want to... I don't want my kids or, or my grandkids to see me just a, as an old person. I want them to know me as like this active person that I was, you know? Yeah, man, that that's understandable. I think, you know, the older generation that that was their hope, you know, like 
I mean, nobody wants to seem frail or weak. And, you know, I'm sure, I mean, I know my grandma that she was very prideful. Even like when she, before she passed away, she didn't, she needed like a cane, something like to help her. But now nah, you can't give her a cane. You offer her your help and she wouldn't take it. She was like, no, nah, I could do it on my own. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see you that, that you're doing this for like that older generation to show them, you know what? You know, they, they could still do it. Like, I, I, I just seen Tony Hawk. He's like 50-something, and he's still skateboarding and doing 900s and grinding. And, you know, he's already in his 50s. So, you know, I'm, I'm sure, like, for like for people that used to be super active to one day just come to find out, like, man, I can't do what I used to do. So, yeah, man, I get you. I get you. And to be honest, that's not even how I would like to be remembered. I think... Once I pass away, like, or when I'm close to it or when I'm older, I don't want them to think that, oh, he's weak or he has bad legs or bad knees. You know, I, I held down. I held down for, for a long time to that memory from high school. So I'm sure once I grow up, I'm going to be thinking about this podcast and what I used to do. But I don't want to be remembered or, or thought of as like needing help all the time or, you know, always being in pain now. I want them to remember for the things I did when I was here. So, I mean, that's a good homage to them to be like, you know, like, you know, your grandma was a skateboarder. Your grandma was a bike rider. She mountain climber or something. But, you know, I really, I really like that idea. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the reason, that's the reason why I asked you if, uh, what do you want to be remembered as, you know? Yeah, I remember on the video that that's one of the questions that you asked me for El Banco. Yeah, um, yeah, I remember you asking me that, and you know, um, go to, go to that web, go go to his um series so you can find out what my answer was. But for the most part, just being remembered as a good person, somebody that helped people, and you know, someone that wasn't selfish. But you know, I'm sure I could use some activity in my life so people can remember me for being active too. Like me, like. I- I don't want to be remembered as just the, the person that went to work and came home, you know? Is this clothing brand, you're like your full-time job, or, like, do you have another job on the side where you make most of your income? No, it's just my, like, my main hustle. Like, not my main hustle, it's just, like, my projects that I have now. I work for a cigarette company. That's a trip. Even in coronavirus, they're still making, I mean, corona times well, through this pandemic, they're still making them. Um, I, how, how is it? How How is it working for a cigarette company? I mean, I know for sure you're not to blame. This is something that's been going on for a while and it has a stigma. And and I'm sure you're just trying to make a living to feed your family. So you can't, can't look down on that. But like, how is it when you tell people that you work for a cigarette company? A lot of people say, oh, you're giving people cancer and whatever. <laughs> I mean, you're not. You're not responsible. Like, everybody has their, their. I mean, everybody's responsible for their actions. You're not actually, like, putting it in their mouth and lining it up. Like, everybody has a choice whether to participate or not. And this is, like, this is something that's been going on for years. But, like, has it slowed down? Like, like is business slowed for you? Or how is it? Like, now that it's in the pandemic and people have to watch out for their lungs. No, I think... Well, especially with this whole thing that happened, it kind of like, kind of blew up again. Well, like people started buying it again. I guess people are stressed out and stuff like that. So people are buying more cigarettes now. Honestly, I would have thought it would have been the opposite because, 
you know the respiratory system is like where the coronavirus hits you the worst especially if you have uh pre predetermined conditions or like our history of lungs you know stuff with lung problems but that's a trip man i mean well we're in that pandemic topic so how has it affected you i, I could say it was a good thing for for me a good thing and a, well i don't think such bad it's just the bad thing is that you know the, the situation that's happening but uh like before it happened like in december of what is it 2019 uh I was working for a company called, uh, it was Naked Juice, called Naked Juice. I don't know if I can say it. I worked there for 13 years. And in December, December of 2019, we all got like, laid off. It actually, I'm making more money and working less now. Man, that's what's up. That's what's up. I'm glad that, I mean, you got a better opportunity. I mean, I mean but still that stigma, you know, selling cigarettes to people. Hopefully you're not. I mean, you're hopefully you you have a good good spot in there. You're not doing too much damage. But at the end of the day, cigarettes are cigarettes, and like I mentioned, you know, this is something that's been going on for years. So you have no responsibility at all, and everybody has their own choice whether to smoke or not. And you know, I mean, there's that's why there's drugs and alcohol and stuff. Like you, you're responsible for your own actions. Uh, well, I'm sure that the pandemic hasn't made it easy for you, especially with not being able to do pop ups and and to sell your product live, but what has helped you um, through this pandemic to keep your business going, like to keep your brand still alive? Like having uh, like people buying online and supporting you. Like I think like customers and friends and, and family and stuff like that, they're like, you know, I think supporting each other. I think that's what's helped out, help uh, supporting each other. And I know that, you know, we're all at home and you know, with limited interaction, and sometimes, you know, those your kids might get in your nerves or your wife, your husband. But, like, for you, like, what has been the biggest challenge, you know, through going through this pandemic? Well, like, I think for me, just being home so much, I think that was, like, the hardest thing because I, I was always out, like, doing something. And I think from just being home and doing nothing, what, being on Netflix or, or being, like, on your phone and just like i think that's the biggest change for me that was the hardest just being home is that how el banco came to be was it like one of your, your ideas through like the pandemic where you kind of wanted to show like a uh, another light or another you know another side of growing up maybe during this time or you know, being able to, did it just make you think about the past generation that are, that are dying and that we might not know them that much, especially like as first or third, like as second or third generation here that we might not get to know our grandparents. We're like, what was the idea behind your web series, El Banco? Um, I just wanted people to sh share their stories and kind of leave, leave something behind. You can't really delete whatever stories you put on Facebook, right? Cause let's, I erase them, but kind of wanted like to people to just leave something behind and kind of like talk about, you know, their grandma, talk about themselves. So, you know, maybe somebody, a family member later on, they're like, oh, that's what, that's what my uncle did or that's what my grandma did or, you know, kind of leave some history behind. Cause I know a lot of families don't really talk about anything and they just, 
leave it the way it is. It, and it's, I think it's nice to share because uh, your grandkids can learn something from it, you know, well, because, you know, sometimes parents don't tell them about their what their grandma did or whatever, you know? Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. Like, I don't really know my grandma from my mom's side, her mom. I grew up with my, my grandma from my dad's side the most. So even, I mean, to tell you, I don't even know that much about her. I, I came to find out after when I was a little grown about her story and the things she did. And, you know, I mean, in my opinion, she just did what she had to do to survive, to have the, her family, you know, be, um, you know, reach that American dream that we hear about, you know, especially living in Mexico. And she did everything she could to give the, her kids a better life that, you know, they probably wouldn't have had in Mexico. Yeah, and I know that it's on YouTube, but, like, do you hope somebody reaches out from, like, Netflix or Amazon Prime and, you know, adapts these stories and maybe make them, like, live action? Kind of like drunk history? Boy, anybody, and, and anybody's interested, yeah. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm just going to keep on doing it because, like, that's what I want to do and that's what makes me happy. Hopefully it makes other people happy too, and and hopefully it helps them out. You know, I'm I'm not I'm not here to do any, anything for money or or anything like that. You know, it just kind of just want to do it for fun and for leave something behind. And I really commend you, and I want to thank you for doing that, for opening up that space, because I mean that, that I think that's very necessary. You know, to you know to like pay homage or you know remember you know our grandparents these these people that you know risked a lot you know for us to have a better life for our parents to have a better life and but if it wasn't for them taking that risk for the most part no we wouldn't be here we wouldn't be appreciative of life so you know, i think that what you're doing is a great thing and you know hopefully you consider this a success and your business as well. And I know right now it might not be that easy, especially with the pandemic, but you know, we're all almost out of it. You know, it looks like things are opening up. So, you know, um, I just want to ask you, um, like what's some advice they could give anybody that might want to start business right now, or even if they want to open up like a, like a Mercado Downey, something like that, like an event, like a pop-up event, like what advice can you give them to maybe encourage them to, to do it? Um, just do your home, like do your homework and wh whatever you're gonna do, you know, and just just do it. Um, don't 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 wait for any opinions. Don't don't ask anybody or anything like that. Just do it. Do it yourself. Uh, there's plenty of YouTube channels where you can learn how to do things. Um, but just do it. Um, do it because you want to, you know. Do it because uh, that's something that you have always wanted to do. Don't do it because because you, you want to make money. Because sometimes when you do it for that reason, it doesn't work. I don't think I could agree with you more, man. Yeah, I mean, it's very important for you to, to look up what you're going to do beforehand and see how the market works or how, you know, that whatever you're trying to get yourself into, how it works before you even, you know, consider actually doing or investing in it because... You know, I mean, I learned the hard way with this podcast. You know, I thought it was easy. I thought it was just, oh, you know what? I'm going to hook up mics and the conversation is going to come easy. But now, you know, I do research on my guests and, you know, I, I put a lot of work into this. So hopefully it shows and hopefully you guys are enjoying my work, my fruit of my labor. Because, 
know, I spent a lot of time working on this and, you know, I do it for you guys. But, you know, um, going back to you, um, I think I took too much time off your date already. So why won't you let people know how they could find you on your social media? If you have any events coming up, like let them know. Well, my Instagram name is uh, two underscore abuelita one. And on my uh, my bio, it has the link to the YouTube channel and it has the link to my website. Uh, it's to abuelita store on it. And uh, everything, everything you need to know, it's on my bio. Uh, I also have a photography uh instagram it's called uh join my journey and then uh i have the mercado downy and then um i'm starting something new that's called uh dark secret hopcats hopefully hopefully it works out so well i've been wanting to do that for a while but it just didn't i didn't think it was the right time what do you mean it wasn't the right time you know why right now we're all stuck at home i think we all kind of need that then, you know that distraction i'm sure it helps and well i mean tell us what what it is about like i mean the the title itself has me like really curious so let me know um tell us what's about uh well it's like um i called it dark secrets because it's kind of like i want people to share their like their secrets not just be, well to kind of like sometimes you know how like you have something you want to tell somebody but you just can't because you feel like they're gonna either tell you something or make fun of you, stuff like that. So like, I would like to do that so people can, sh can share their secrets with the people they can't, you know? Okay, yeah, that seems pretty interesting. I don't know, I I, I would always, I mean, I would, I'd be scared to tell the truth if it was me, but like, do you have them like with like that, that robot voice in case? Cause I mean, I mean, after all they're telling their secrets. If they want, yeah. All right, well, I mean, if anybody's out here that wants to get something off their chest, make sure you go contact them and may maybe be a part of his podcast. And yeah, but um, you know what? I think we're going to have to cut it short. So you know, I really appreciate you being here, man. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on the podcast and helping us out. Nah, man, it's a pleasure. Thank you for adding me to your, to your El Banco series. You know, I felt good talking about my grandma and... You know, I mean, like sharing her story. Yeah, man. So, I mean, I don't know. Did I miss anything? Is there anything else that you want to talk about that you want the listeners to know about you or about what you do? You know, before we go. No, just I'm just glad that, you know, we had this conversation and, you know, we talked about a little bit about ourselves. Um, hopefully people like the what, what I have to say and stuff like that. But just a thank you. Yeah, man, and I think I'm going to invite my friend Ebony. Uh, we do a show. Um, we do the Feelings Podcast, and, you know, her grandma, she's like 100 and I think 106, like 100 and something, and her other grandma's like in her 80s, and I'm sure she has some stories about her, so I'm going to tell her about your your show, El Banco, and hopefully you see her, you know, on, on the show, and maybe I'll finally get to meet her grandma, you know? Call, call her and invite her uh, yeah, I don't know if she drinks, but you know, I'll, maybe you know, I'll give it a shot. You never know. You, you know, you know that my my wife uh, grandma, she thinks she passed away like almost at a hundred, and she, she said the secret was uh, drinking drinking two beers a day. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. Well, I think I'm gonna start. 
uh, with the, I mean, I'm buying six packs a day so you know I can live a long, healthy life like like her grandma. Cause it sounds good, uh, Michelada to Michelada day, right? Uh, right before going to bed, like snocking out like a baby. So you know maybe I'm gonna have to take that advice, you know, and and do it myself. But man, thank you, thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Um, we're gonna end this, but don't don't go anywhere. I'm gonna say goodbye to you at the end. Okay. All right. Well, thank you guys for being here. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Juan, for giving me some time to talk about your brand and about what you're doing. I'll uh, make sure you go follow him at two underscore abuelita one, and uh, make sure you go check out the YouTube channel El Banco, um, where we talk about grandmas. I'm featured on there, so if you want to know more about me and my grandma, um, go check that out and. Make sure you go check out Mercado Downey um, and Adam so you can know when when he's going to uh, uh, be opening it up. And don't forget to check out his podcast, The Dark Secret Podcast, so you can hear more, you know, more secrets about people. And if you're nosy like me, I think you're probably going to like this show. So, yeah, man, go go show him some support. He's killing it out here and, you know, he's just trying to help out other people. So I'm going to talk to you guys in a little bit, but don't forget to show some support. All right, guys, I'll talk to you right about now. All right, guys, that was Juan from Tu Abuelita. Um, make sure make sure you go check him out. Make sure you get one of his shirts. You know, like he explained, you know, he's trying to show that grandmas aren't just like old, um, weak women. They, they actually, you know, they're strong, you know, like my grandma was very strong. Like I mentioned, go check out his YouTube series where we talk about grandmas. I was featured right there. You know, go check it out. And yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't have much else. Um, Make sure you go leave me a review on iTunes, five stars. And if you'd like to be featured on the show, you know, you could always hit me up. Send me an email at letmenopod on gmail.com. Or you could always slide on my DMs at letmenopod. All right, remember that's L-E-M, not L-E-T. If you put a T, I don't know we're going to end up. But it ain't going to end up with me. Eh? That rhymed a little bit right there, right there. Hey. You know, I should have been a rapper or something. But anyways, yeah, um, thank you guys for being here. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, as a reminder, I have merch. You can find my merch at teespring.com. I have pins, $8 plus shipping and handling. And after all, all the, all the money that I make through my merch goes back into the show. We have to renew our membership with Podomatic pretty soon. So um, if you want to keep the show on going, please support the show. And, you know, maybe buy a hat, buy a shirt. You know, we have shirts, we have sweaters, we have fanny packs, masks, um, pins. So anything does help. So, you know, again, that's teespring.com slash let me know pod. And you can find all these, you know, all these different, you know, these plugs at my, my podcast and my link tree. You know, we can find the Abuelita series uh, interview. You can find my other podcast, the Feelings Podcast. And, you know, I, I do have a sponsor. I, I've been meaning to t tell you guys about it. I know that I've been, you know, kind of lacking a little bit. But I do have a sponsor, uh, Quality Farms, uh, Quality Over Quantity Farms in Connecticut. You know, um, you can save 20 25% with the promo code Let Me Know. Um, you can get yourself some CBD, some THC products, you know, straight up from Connecticut. And this is a, a Latino grown business. Uh, you know, everything's from from the roots, you know, you could get, you know, from farm to table type of deal. And you know, at the end of the day, you're supporting Latino. You're, um, I will have them on soon. I think the next episode will be featuring Brian. 
And yeah, man, go go show, show some support and you know get yourself some treats. And at the end of the day, you know you you, you know you're gonna be high on life and you know high in real life also. And you're gonna be supporting the show with that 25% because I do get you know more, I, you know I get a little bit for every purchase. So use the promo code. So you know at the end of the day you'll be getting something and I'll be getting something and we can keep the show on going. But if that's not something for you. Like I mentioned, I do have merch where you could be rocking it and rolling and doing all that good stuff and be looking good, feeling good and looking good, you know? So again, that's teespring.com slash let me know pod. And if you don't understand the severity of this or, you know, I know I mentioned it a lot is for a reason, you know, like I said, the membership is coming up, you know, pretty soon in, in May. And that's really the anniversary of the show. So, you know, I, every year I have to decide whether I want to keep this strong going. And I do want to keep this strong going. But, you know, my funds are running a little low this year. You know, I've been I've been sick. You know, I had to take two weeks off of work because I got I got um uh, infection in my kidneys. So, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, show some support if you like the show and if you want to keep on going. And, you know, make sure you go show want some support because, you know, we all need, especially right now that, you know, times are tough. Just support, but you know, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to ruin the parade and the celebration and all this good stuff, so I'm gonna end it right here, right now. But after all, you know, as always, thank you guys for letting me be part of the day. I guess the next time I'll see you. Bye. song has been brought to you by let me know podcast new episode every week available on all streaming platforms